Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi, this is Juliana Mayer, and I'm founder of Superpass, the only one website and app maker for your content community and paywall. We're based in the UK, So I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My grandmothers were both on both sides of the family were entrepreneurs. My mom and my aunts, they're all entrepreneurs. So I come from this really, really entrepreneurial family. And when I was a kid growing up and they all work, you know, anyone who's an entrepreneur knows you pretty much work all hours. (laughs) And I saw how hard they work and I thought, I don't want to do that. When I grow up, I don't want to do that. (laughs) So I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. But what I didn't quite anticipate is that I think be, being an entrepreneur is actually something in your blood. Like, yeah, I don't it's like totally I think in your blood. Entrepreneurs actually <laughs> just are trying to solve problems in the world and are trying to make the world a better place. Basically, I know it sounds cliched, but for me, that it's so the true. reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I saw a problem and I couldn't bear that no one was solving it and I had to go and solve it. And it just so happens that it's <laughs> created this crazy world where I do like 60 nowadays, pretty much every day for 10 years. So I can't actually remember what was the original question you just asked me. (laughs) A lot of times I find that someone starts a company by accident or experimentation. And it just seems like Superpass was started very intentionally. Like I understand what the problem is that I want to solve and now I'm going after it. Was it indeed intentional? And in the beginning, what was daunting about the process? Yeah. So it's really cool to hear you phrase it that way because I've never really thought about it quite like that, but you're absolutely right. It was completely intentional because it was a very, very deep pain point that I felt. I haven't really made much music since I started this company. I didn't want to stop making music, but this was such a pain point that I felt that I had to go and solve it. So it's really a drive to solve this pain point. And because it's such a major pain point for so many creators, it hasn't really, the pain point hasn't really changed in the last 10 years. I think the technology opportunities of how to solve it has evolved and changed but the nugget and seed of of why the why is still the exact same why and it's just the how that has massively evolved beyond any of my imagination you know imaginings when we started and the, the second part of your question of was there stuff daunting absolutely like every day there's stuff daunting I'm learning every day even now I think the more I learn the more I'm aware that there is to still learn. And the way that I've always approached it really throughout is I always believe that anyone you meet, there's something you can learn from each other. And so I'm always asking people questions, really listening. And I think a lot of how we've built the product we've built is really just by listening 
to our customers and, you know, not even just our customers, but just people, anyone I talk to anywhere, I'm always listening, like, what is their challenge? And I always say that, you know, if someone's interested in Supervisor, I say, well, let's have a call and I want to hear about your challenges. I don't say, you know, I want to tell you about how a product can help you. I say, I want to hear about your challenges because that's the thing that interests me. And then the puzzle I like to solve is, oh, well, this is how we can solve your challenges. But often I hear about challenges that like not that many people are talking about. And, you know, in the first few, the first couple of years of Superpass, I went around the industry, music industry, and and did hundreds of interviews. I mean, it was kind of, it was like business meetings. But for me, it felt like interviews where I was actually talking to them about their fan clubs and their super fans and their, you know, marketing channels and what what's worked for them and what hasn't. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to sit in the offices of some of the, the biggest bands in the entire planet and hearing about their fan club and super fan experiences over the last few decades. I mean, it's been incredible, the stuff that I've kind of <laughs> been able to, you know, hear firsthand um, and, you know, still pinch myself at some, some of those opportunities. But that's how I approach everything. And, you know, it's not just in music, it's across all kinds of things, some of the authors that I've been able to speak to and just leaders across lots of industries. And and really the pain points are shared. They're the same pain points. And, you know, I, I think that we are lucky to be solving them in a way that is fairly unique. I, I'm not aware of any product out there that's really doing what we're doing. There's lots of solutions that address slices of what we're doing. And, but all of it together, it does feel like, yeah, that we're basically leading the market in that. Hey, this is Angel Forte of Mermaid Lion Entertainment. I am one of the co-founders along with my husband, Gaza. Our company highlights voices of color in creating entertainment podcasting. You might know them as scripted podcasts or audio dramas. We're right here in Atlanta, Georgia. Something that you said in the previous conversation, I'm just going to reiterate that now. And that is there's room for all of us to win. And that is something, a mantra that I need to keep reminding myself of that I can still be authentically me. I can still hold on to my ethics. I can still do what I think is right and have that greater level of compassion and expect to have the results that I feel I deserve or beyond that, the results I want, right? What I truly, truly want out of giving myself in this way or sharing myself in this way, whatever product it is that I so choose to put out there. So. My number one thing is to always do right by others. And mm-hmm. if it is not something that I want my daughter to know that I did, then I'm probably yeah. going to try to not do that because it is important that I am a representation of truth and honor at all times for my children. I say children because I have a bonus baby too. He's grown, but <laughs> I don't want them to ever hear a story of me that would cause them to feel shame. So that's in business as well. What if someone came and told a story about how I double crossed them or cheated them or did something? I wasn't transparent in my business dealings. That is not something that I want to travel or or a brand that I want to build. So it's very important to me, even if it takes me longer, or even if I missed the opportunity because I didn't sell myself in that, you know, I don't want to you know, be crass, but sometimes it's a very nasty way mm. that you have to put yourself out there or on top of someone else or being over comparative. And that's not necessary for me. So it's just being honest and what I do and do it well. And like you yeah. said, do what you love. 
Yeah, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in a connection with the universe, whatever that means. Half the time, I don't even know what it means to me, really. The consequence of feeling that way is I feel that my daily life is in service to the universe. I have a privilege to, I don't know how to say it. Like I was privileged to have certain talents or certain abilities. And if I don't share that, I am not serving the reason why I'm here, if that makes sense. Even though I'm not religious, like. It makes perfect sense. It's the idea. So it's hard for me to say that I'm religious because I don't behave within the constructs of religion, but I definitely identify as Christian, right? So there's one story, a parable in the Bible about burying your talents. And I interpret it as burying what you're called to do here on this earth. Like your talents are not yours. Mm-hmm, that. They're not yours. So you don't have the right to bury them. You almost you don't have the right to be victim to imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. That's not who we're called to be. We're all royal, right? We're all gods and goddesses in a sense. And if you don't own that, you're selling yourself short. So you have mm-hmm. to walk, like you said, within your talent and be willing to share it. If you know you have it, you should share it. Who are you saving? By sharing that, which is often the truth. And we think it's so small sometimes and it doesn't matter, but it could have been a very pivotal moment in someone else's life that you shared that thing and it helped them. It kept them here with us. It Mm. kept them above ground. It it stopped depression in its, you know, tracks, all of those things. Hi, I'm Sarah Dempsey. I am the head of social media marketing at Official. We are a relationship app for couples to improve their relationship. I'm based in New York City. It actually wasn't wasn't until I got to Official that I really got immersed in the tech world and had my first experience with a startup and found that just the pace at which tech moves is so much faster than other areas and professions. And I'm just a very quick moving person in general. And I need constant evolution to stay interested and stay engaged in what I'm doing. And tech is kind of the first place that I've been able to find that. And I just love how involved the community is with itself. Everyone from tech seems to know each other somehow. I somehow found myself, well, I found myself on tech TikTok. So I am just constantly being fed videos on TikTok about people in tech and the culture. And it's just something that I've really latched onto in recent months. And I'm really grateful that official kind of opened my eyes to this world. Walk us through what your your superpowers are in marketing and share with us a little bit about that incredible TikTok campaign that you guys did. So when it comes to marketing, I am best at kind of crazy ideas. I really like finding a weird idea that we're not sure if it'll work or not, but really putting my all into it and seeing how we can take the brand and connect it with our target audience in a unique way. So it will engage the audience. TikTok is a really easy way to do that because of the quick 
nature of it and how easy it is for people to like and share and how great TikTok is at finding the correct audience and serving it to the correct people. For the TikTok in particular, our goal with it was to really just explain official to people that may be interested. And the way to hook on TikTok is a really great intro. And the one for the TikTok that I had made that originally went viral was stop scrolling if you're in a relationship. And that pretty much instantly hooks anyone who's in a relationship because it's direct call to action just to stop doing what you're doing immediately and watch this. And even people who weren't in relationships were continuing to watch through and try to figure out, wait, why can't I watch this video? I'm not in a relationship, but I want to know what's going on. Uh, And that's kind of a trend that's been popular on TikTok. The stop scrolling if you're this type of person or keep scrolling if you aren't this type of person. Uh, So kind of taking these trends and morphing them into something that works for your brand is really important and something that's worked really well for me and official. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.